All right, what is up, guys? I am super excited for today's album digest. This is DJ Phoebes coming to you live from the Rebel Radio Station today on a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful spring day. Um, and I chose an album that really emulates all that spring truly is and the excitement and the rush that you get when you go outside in shorts and you aren't getting frostbite within the first five minutes of being outside, which is so wonderful. And yeah, I hope everyone had a wonderful spring break and feels well rested to finish up this semester. But Today, we are bringing back the queen to Album Digest. It has been... It's been pretty long since the last time we covered this artist, and so today I'm super excited to be going over the Fearless album by Taylor Swift. This was really the album that set her over the edge and set her apart from a lot of her counterparts at the time. And so um, many of us are so familiar with the Fearless album. It came out in 2008, which was the prime of many of our lives. That time I was just six years old and Taylor Swift was a queen. And the first song I ever really heard from Taylor Swift was on this album, which we will be going over today, which is really exciting. But since then, we all know Taylor has really continued to keep releasing music and doesn't seem to um, let her creativity die. So she keeps on going, but I think this was really the prime of Taylor. And I'm super excited to be going over this Fearless album as it covers the invincibility you feel in high school and when you're young and you're just starting to get these freedoms and responsibilities that come with growing up, which is so exciting. But today, the first track we're going to be going over is Fearless. And this is the track that the album is named after. And it really talks about how when you're young, you feel fearless. You can do anything. Um, But specifically, this relationship she's in and the love she experiences through it is what makes her fearless. She feels like she can do anything when she's with him. She talks about, you know, how the road looks in the rain at the beginning, which I think is so interesting how so many artists hone in on how magical pavement can be when it's wet, which I think is a little odd. Um, But then she talks about wanting to dance with this guy in the middle of the parking lot um, and how she would do it in her best dress in a storm, dancing, I guess, in a storm in her best dress and how she feels fearless. And honestly, this entire album is pretty low on exciting or different musicality. You know, she was just starting out her career and, I'm sure as many of you guys have seen and heard, her more recent albums are a bit more technical in that sense, but right now, it's pretty basic band setup. You know, lead guitar, drum, bass, and then a subtle mandolin playing in the back of the verses and maybe some keys. Um, but this song, with along with the others on the album, are dedicated to young love and how you feel invincible while, you know, driving his mom's minivan or using his piggy bank money to buy them ice cream. I don't know what world she's living in, but most 15-year-olds don't experience endgame love, but it seems as though that's really what she's feeling in this song, so we're just going to go with it. Uh, but yeah, so here is the first track, Fearless.
Cause when it's just rain, there's a glow off the pavement You walk me to the car, and you know I wanna ask you to dance right there In the middle of the parking lot, yeah The next track we're going to be listening to, and it really is just a classic. I think this was the first time many of us felt as though Taylor Swift was living a sort of romanticized version of the life we were. You know, she was falling in love at 15. She was just starting her high school career. And really, when I heard this song, 
you know, in my early stages of life, I, I, I pictured high school to look like this. You know, you walk in, you see some people, you know, and then, you know, that senior boy, he winks at you and he says he hasn't seen you around here before. And instantly this whole entire new world just opens up for her and it's full of love and loss. And she meets this best friend who experiences a tragic heartbreak. And in my personal experience, none of that happened my freshman year, okay? Um, I couldn't drive and I worked at Chick-fil-A for far too many hours a week. But, you know, I'm really glad that Taylor is able to share this sort of ideal high school experience with me in this song. And I feel like that's what she's really doing is she's just experiencing it. And it really, in all seriousness, it's a sweet little tune about this amazing special time when you're really starting to see what the world is and how it's hard, but you're able to really appreciate where you are because when you're 15, you aren't having to look at colleges or figure out what you're going to do after school and all this kind of stuff. You know, those things that you deal with after you grow up a little. And so it's in this time she's getting to experience this freedom, but enjoy it fully and get to really meditate on it and really yeah she gets to experience it and enjoy it to its full extent which I think is cool and she gets to talk about that and I think it's great and it's really dramatic and you would think that she was 25 singing this song but she's just 15 she's just coming out of eighth grade and experiencing this kind of love and I just think it's it it is cool how it just goes through and talks about this love and this loss that you never thought you would experience you know someone tells her they love her and you're just experiencing this new realm of life and all that it can be and so 15 is I guess every 15 year old's dream Take a deep breath and walk through the doors It's the morning of your very first day You say hi to your friends you ain't seen in a while Try and stay out of everybody's way It's your freshman year and you're gonna be here for the next four years in this town Best friends 
swore I was gonna marry him someday But I realized some bigger dreams of mine Next up is Hey Steven, and it sounds a bit different than the past two songs that we just went through. Um, the instrumentation overall is a lot less. It's not so structured or, you know, there are less instruments playing, so it gives her a lot more freedom to do more with her voice and with the lyrics, which I think is really cool. And it's a super fun song. It sounds super different and unique, which is great. Uh, but whoever Steven is must have really been a hunk because apparently, you know, she describes him as an angel. And a bunch of girls are throwing rocks at his window and Taylor wrote this whole song to win him over. And it just is mind blowing that in high school there could be someone worth all of that. But Steven must have been quite the character. So we're just going to go with that. And the majority of this song is just dedicated to having a little crush on someone that seems to be developing a bit faster than she expected. And again, she talks about kissing in the rain. So that really must be some sort of dream she has. And she probably watched The Notebook too many times. But it's just a common theme I'm just pointing out here. And um, she seems to kind of go into a bit of insecurity in this song where she kind of talks about how you know I don't I may not look like the other girls but I'm writing this song for you to show my love for you and so um, she's hoping that her creativity and slight obsession with him will win his love over and personally I do kind of think the song gets a little bit repetitive Um, but I can't deny the magic it has brought me in years past. Stop. 
Okay, so the next song we are going to listen to is actually the first Taylor Swift song I ever heard, which is pretty exciting. Big, big moment for me. Um, but this is a drama song. It has the strings. It has the keys. It's in a minor key, and she's singing as though tears are falling down her face. And this is really her first breakup song. So she has many more to follow. It seems that this boy has done something he told her he wouldn't do. And she's just wishing that he was this person she thought he was. This prince in this fairy tale land where he was just going to sweep her up onto this white horse and ride her into the sunset but in reality this is not a fairy tale and she is not a princess and this is just her coming to terms with that and I think this is one of her more creative songs as she relates her love to this kingdom of sorts Um, and I think that's pretty cool and her dreams are thrashed and her you know 15 year old life has now come to an end this romanticized freshman year of high school is over and she doesn't know how she's going to move on as her little heart is just in pieces on the ground that I don't even know if Steven could make it better for her um you know Steven from the last song and so you know by the end of the song he ends up coming back to her begging for forgiveness but by now Taylor has become a woman and realized her worth and decides that she will not ride back on his white horse with him and that he is not the guy for her and she begins to realize that this huge heartbreak that feels like her entire world right now will soon become this faint memory in her past and she begins to internalize that and it's just really cool how she kind of switches up the chorus at the end to make it more of like a breakup song for him and less about her because she's moved on and I'm like, you go, girl. Like, wow. The the realization and growth in this song compared to 15 is astronomical. You know, 
in 15, she says, all I wanted was to be wanted. And this guy is offering her to feel wanted again. And she is turning it down because she knows he is not the one for her. And I'm just, I'm astounded. Let's go, Taylor.
right, so the next track is You Belong With Me, and I'm sure many of you have heard this song before, but yesterday I was in Walgreens getting some caramel corn, and all of a sudden this song started playing, and it was like an epiphany. I was just amazed. I hadn't heard this song in forever, and it is so good. I guess it's just familiar, which is why it's so good to me, but oh my gosh, I was far too loud singing this in Walgreens, and I didn't even care, because it was like amazing. I don't know. I guess Walgreens infused magic in the air or something, and I just forgot how good it was, and that's when I decided to do this album for today's show but anyways I was in Nashville a couple weeks ago and we were at this sort of venue where there are restaurants and live music and so we went and we were sitting and it was kind of like a cover band and there was this peculiar man who had some spiky hair it was a little unfamiliar and I was like only someone who is successful could really get away with that hairdo yeah it was uh, I guess I can't explain it without being too offensive, but it was peculiar. And all of a sudden, this girl in the crowd was like, oh my gosh, you are Taylor Swift's lead guitarist. And sure enough, he was. And so the cover band started playing this song, You Belong With Me, and he was doing the guitar. And he was the one who did the guitar on this record and on tour with her which was just crazy so i had a brush with fame and i heard this song practically live taylor swift wasn't singing but her lead guitarist was there but this really is just a classic and i don't really have to go into why it's so good but the music video the song it's all perfect nothing is wrong with it and i wish i could live in that world forever but seems as though Taylor is friends with this guy, but he keeps going for the wrong girls, and she just wants to slap him in the face and be like, bro, do you not see what's right in front of you? You belong with me. And she's kind of this quirky girl who, you know, dances in her bedroom singing in her hairbrush, and she's in the marching band, and she doesn't, you know, wear high heels, she wears sneakers, and she's kind of like, you know, chill, and he keeps going for these girls who are the opposite, which maybe should be a sign to her, but we're just not even going to go into that, but it, it all talks about how, like, she knows him so well, and she knows that they will be great together, and then at the end of the song, or at least in that end of music video, you know, they end up together, and it's, it's perfect, but, um, yeah, so it's great, and this song is wonderful, and I'm so glad that we're playing it on Album Digest, finally. She's upset She's going off about something that you said Cause she doesn't get your humor like I do I'm in the room It's a typical Tuesday night I'm listening to the kind of music she doesn't like And she'll never know your story like I do But she wears shorts Shirt, she's cheer cat. 
All right, so next up is The Way I Loved You. And this was a song I kind of rediscovered my sophomore year of high school and loved to no end just because of the musicality of it and how complex it was, and it was really cool. There was this push and this pull, and it was great. But the lyrics are just, mm mm-mm. No, no thanks. The story she tells is almost humiliating to her part because she's talking about how she's found this remarkable guy who says all the right things, treats her nicely. Her mom likes her. She, he, you know, talks politics and business with her dad. And if he's 15 doing all that, I mean, girl, look no farther, you know. But then she just takes this disturbing turn where she's like, oh, but like, I miss screaming and fighting and kissing in the rain again. Like she misses this game or this, you know, toxicity. That's really the only other word I can think of that has broken her heart so many times before. And for some reason, she can't just let the good be good and accept it for what it is. And she confuses me and I'm not sure what she wants because she gets her heart broken by a bad boy and hates him. Then this great guy who her mom likes comes around and, you know, she misses the rush of this old guy. Like, bro, does she not see that she is the only common denominator in these broken relationships? She just needs to figure out what she wants, maybe take some time to be single, you know, figure out herself at 15. You have a lot to figure out. And then... Just allow good things to simply be good things and just accept them.
All right, so today we're going to end this show off with the best day because today really has been the best day. It's beautiful outside and the tulips have bloomed, so (laughs) can't ask for much more. But this is really one of the best songs. Sometimes you just have a really good day and never forget it. And she writes a song about several of the best days she's had, um, whether she's running through a pumpkin patch at the age of five and falls asleep in the car ride home, or whether it's, you know, when she turns... 13 and had a bad day at school from mean friends and her and her mom go away and shop around until they forget about him she just talks about how her family has really been the rock that has gotten her through a lot of things and how her best days happen with her family and the way she got to experience their love and you know in the chorus she goes on to talk about all the things she's not sure about but she does know that she had the best day with her mom which is just sweet and tender and it's just great song uh, but the song really does do a great job of illustrating the way of appreciating smaller things in life um, that really do end up adding up to the really big things in life that impact us and the way the rest of our lives turn out and so love is so powerful and in the song we get to see how it has impacted taylor's wife for the better and normally familial love seems to be more successful for her than romantic so this is a great song that illustrates that
talking to me It's the age of princesses and pirate ships And the seven dwarfs Daddy's smart and you're the prettiest lady in the whole wide world and Now I know why all the trees change in the fall I know you were on my side Even when I was wrong And I love you for giving me your eyes For staying back and watching me shine And I didn't know if you knew So I'm taking this chance to say That I had the best day All right. Well, that is all I have for you guys today on this week's episode of Album Digest. But thank you again to all of you who tuned in. And I hope that you have the best day.